welcome back to the it's a world out there podcast how's it been it's been a while it has been a while last time we did we were all in idaho wild <clears throat> and today is actually the final day of 2020 how does how do you guys feel after that um well to end off my 2020 i was quarantined for two weeks because i had well i didn't have but I was subject to coronavirus because my parents had it, so that was super epic. <laughs> so that's about how my year has gone. But I'm glad it's almost over. Yeah. Literally even the longest year of my whole life, I feel like. Honestly. And the shortest. It's so weird. I I personally have gone strong, not gotten corona once. I'm feeling good. I'm pretty sure I got it older yeah, at home. Me and Doss both got sick for like, well, he got sick for like a week. And then I got sick for like a week right after that. Yeah, like uh, like three months ago probably. Um, and then I I've been sick for like a couple of weeks now, but other than that, it was fine. Mhm. You know, it was weird because when we were sick, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. There was like one day where I thought I was gonna pass away. <laughs> yeah, but well, I, I I had a slight fever, and it sucked because we had homework and school and stuff going on. Um. But after that one day was over, my fever was gone. I just had a dry cough for, like, two weeks. Yeah. I personally feel like these are the perfect recording conditions. Everyone's back in AZ. And we got our Arizonas right here. And I'd like to take the time to crack open a cold Mucho Mango Arizona for 2021. Three, Three two, two, one. That's Chris. Clean. That's clean. Drink. Very Tasty. nice. Tasty. I haven't had one of those in a while. Dude, I haven't either. Unfortunately, yeah. the last time we cracked one of those was 2019. and uh, uh, this, Well, this... we didn't crack one of these. but last So last year on New Year's, we decided to crack open a drink to start the new year, thinking that it would be a good omen. And then 2020 kind of happened, so yeah, we, we're 20, 0 for 1 yeah. with our good omen <laughs> cracking open a drink <laughs> tradition. So 2020 might changes. be our bad, so that's – yeah, that's <laughs> – yeah. sorry about that. It was that. actually <laughs> our fault, but don't <laughs> tell anyone. Um, but, yeah, so so this episode, uh, Dallas goes back to Idaho for the winter semester on Monday. A few days, yeah. And I stay here, so I'll be here uh, chilling with Carter. But we just want to do one more episode with the boys before we all split up again. And this one, we, we figured we would just talk about, it, like, our 2020 retrospective. We'd reflect on the year, how we changed, what happened to us as individuals. I don't think we're going to spend too much time talking about what happened to the world as a whole because so many people have already talked about that. And, and everybody kind of knows. Yeah. Um, but for our, ourselves personally, I think we'll, we'll talk about how this year has affected us and changed us and how it'll change what what we do in the future so um to start off i want to hear everyone's like so if in the future when you look back to 2020 like what's the defining thing that you're gonna remember um i'll start so for me there was a lot of because this this was honestly the year of change for me i went from being in high school not even a year ago which is insane to me to having quarantine for a few months and working literally constantly. And now I'm going into my second semester of college. Um, one particular moment I look back on though was actually in the start of quarantine after you know, we found out the high school was done for good. We were you know, done with sports, we couldn't hang out. And this, you know, the pandemic was, you know, everyone had full fear of it. Um, I remember the first few weeks were really hard for me and like, you know, I was like, oh, you know, life sucks. This is this is the worst thing ever. Yeah. But then there was one day where I like went for a drive and just thought about things, and I came out, you know, stronger than before. And I, you know, looked forward to the rest of the year. Um, I think that was the, the moment that helped me grow the most because I realized that you know, no matter what happens, things are okay, and like, you know, we're stronger than we think we are, and you know, um kind of looking back it, it just helped it helps me prepare for the rest of the year that was to come yeah at the end of the day like there's nothing you can do to change it so might as yeah. well make the best of it mm -hmm. tyler um 
I'm kind of similar to Dallas. I, I changed a lot this year and a lot changed for me in my life this year. But I think one thing that I'll that has changed the most for me is just my relationships that I have with other people. I, I've made some important new relationships this year. Um, and a lot of the ones that I already had before have gotten a lot stronger, um, just with friends and with, um, moving to Idaho, meeting new people and making new friends and having to experience that, you know, kind of for the first time. Um, and then coming back and seeing my family again and having to, you know, think about how I want to make those relationships work and strengthen those and change those, however they might be. And I think <clears throat> it's been important for me to realize that. Um, and then on top of that, just with the classes that I took this year were a lot about communication and interpersonal communication with other people and how those are effective and ineffective and how those are so important. And I think this year I've learned a lot to um, be a better um, member of a relationship and just to not take for granted the relationships that I have. And I think that's that's what I'll take away from this year. Yeah, you guys have been, like, back and forth, like, all year, whether it be at college or, like, at home. Yeah. I personally feel like not much has changed this year for me simply because I'm, like, I feel like high school is, like, just a jail. It's just a time jail. We're just sinking your four years in and nothing really changes like I don't you go know. to the same building every day same yeah. classes every day Still see same the same people job, just repetitive but what i can say when i look back on 2020 i'll remember a certain week so to give some background my parents they went to california with like my mom's cousin and they stayed there for a little bit and towards the end of their stay my aunt or my mom's cousin was like, oh, I'm not feeling good. And she ended up getting tested and came back positive. And so my mom, this entire quarantine, has been freaking out. So when she came when she came home, she like she and my dad quarantined in their room for like a week and a half. And um they did not leave. They locked the door, they shoved like blankets <laughs> and stuff under the door. Like there is no air escaping, no air going in. Like completely quarantined and I was stuck to watch my siblings during that time and just like the growth that I felt during that time like because I guess like I took for granted like all that my parents actually do because I'm having to feed them feed my siblings and then take care of all my siblings like it was just like a crazy time like the time that I got to experience parenthood which was crazy yeah, I, I personally feel like this was the year of perspective, you know, like hindsight yeah. is twenty twenty. you know, but it's it's stuff like that that helps you grow and realize what we do take for granted. Uh, well, like while I was up at college, I kind of looked back on home life and how I didn't spend maybe as much time with my family as I thought I could. I certainly felt that way. Yeah. So it, it's been really good, you know, being home for these last few weeks and being able to you know, reflect on the feelings I had up at college and be able to act on those and spend more time with my family. Um, that's definitely cool, you know, getting some perspective what it's like to be a parent and how difficult it is. Yeah. And I think I think for for myself, at least, and I think for you too, Dallas, going, going to college and, you know, being able to make whatever choices you want to make just freely by yourself in a way, just different from living in a house with your parents or with your family where you're kind of just doing whatever they're doing. Um, it really made me think about what I want, like what I want my life to look like and what I want to do or be. Um, and I, I kind of am grateful that I, I had that chance to think, okay, so my choices really do matter now. Like, I have to choose what I want to do and what I want to be and who I want to be. Um, and I think it, it was so important for me to understand that this year. Because in the next year, a lot's going to change again. It's going to be super different. At least two or all of us will go on missions in the next year. Yeah. Um, which is going to be super different and hard and fun and exciting and great and terrible and all those things. Um but that that's a choice that that comes from 
you know, deciding who I want to be and what I want to do. And I think, um, you know, decisions like that, uh, I've, I've had to think about what I want to do more this year. Uh, and I think that it, it, this year has been negative, but it's been pretty positive for me still overall. There definitely have been good things to come out of it. You know, we've been through, you know, the tragedy, pandemic, quarantine, all these things, but there are small things like that that we're able to look back on and realize, okay, maybe this year wasn't as bad as we thought it was. Yeah. Speaking of perspective, I want to throw it back to, like, one of our first podcast episodes. I was just thinking, I was like, if we think about, like, so in, like, our first or second episode, we did, like, a time capsule where we pretty much asked our future selves questions and I was just thinking, even from then, which was in what? September. Uh, September. Yeah, September. Oct- maybe, no, it was August, actually. Yeah. The first one was. Mm, yeah, August. Sometime around then to even now, just the change that has happened. Like, because you guys weren't in college then. And, like, mm-hmm. nope. like how, how much of yourself you find during that time. And just, like, it's crazy to think how much I have personally changed from that time till now. And how, however many months it was though it wasn't that many. Mm-hmm. And I guess it, it doesn't necessarily have to be this year, like 2020 itself, to change that. Like, obviously, that, that would have came whether it was a pandemic year or not. But just having the opportunity to look back and see is just crazy. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I was also thinking about, because you guys were talking about, like, s- spending time with your family, and I was th- just thinking like how little we took for granted like prior years like we would hang out like every day like yeah no yeah. no doubt like we were going riding bikes and doing whatever but now like we see each other like every couple of months for like a couple of days mm-hmm. and like how cool that is just to think how much we used to it's kind of crazy how life does that too sometimes yeah Yeah, I, I think I think it's good too because you know I left um, when we left for college. I thought, man, how how am I going to? I I thought I would be fine, but I also thought about what am I going to do like with my time because I spent most of my time before that working, hanging out with friends. More, more specifically you guys mm-hmm. or other than that just doing stuff related to church or just sitting around doing nothing and that was literally all I did with my time um, and then I'm like okay well now I have to move and go to college and I don't know like I'm not going to be with the same people I'm not going to be doing the same things I'm going to have to do something different I'm not going to have a job uh, not going to have a car it's, it's just going to be different and it's going to be a different place it's going to be cold um and I, I was worried how I would adapt. And I realized going going to college after, like, the first month that I, I, I adapted and I changed and I did stuff differently. And it was still fine. And I missed what I had before, but I also was grateful for what I had then. Um, and now that I'm back to where I was kind of before, I'm, I'm somewhat hesitant to stay that way very long. Like to go back, yeah, to, to how it was before college, because mm-hmm. I feel like all the stuff you learned at college, you don't want to like kind of you don't want to go to waste. Yeah. yeah, but it's like a feeling that I don't want to be unproductive. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like if I'm living at home, there's just this sense of me. I don't feel like I'm being very productive. You definitely have more of the ability to be unproductive, just because like you have like your mom. And yeah. you're not living in your own place where you're specifically having to, like, care for just yourself. And it's just, like, uh, like being quarantined for the past couple of weeks, I, I've felt so lazy. Yeah. Like, beforehand, I was going to the gym pretty often. Almost every day I was, you know, doing school. Uh, and I was doing stuff. I was being social. And I was pretty active in the church doing a lot of stuff with that. Um and now, for the past two weeks, I've literally just sat in my room in my house and done nothing. And that's all I've done. I haven't gone to the gym, don't have a job, don't have school, uh, don't, don't ha- haven't had a social life. And it's just like, there's nothing I could have done about it. 
But still, it's just like I, I was beating myself up over the fact that I could, wasn't doing anything. And I think that that's how a lot of people have felt this year. Because a lot of people, not just in our country, but all throughout the world, have had to stay in their house or in their room or wherever they were and not do anything for a long time. And I think that's hard. And I think there's a lot of people that choose to do that, but I think I think there's a lot of people that don't like to do that that were forced to this year. And me being one of them and you two being some of those people too. Um, and I think that's hard. And I, but I think it was good for me to do that to – learn to appreciate I guess hard work and um, being active being active in something in some way um, and I think that's important and I think that was a good lesson for myself to learn to appreciate being active um, and I, I don't want to I guess I, I you're right Carter I don't want to lose that uh, lesson and I hope I don't yeah so if you had to take like a survey of the entire world, like what do you think from most people they miss most from like non-pandemic years? Whether it be like social, going out and like join time with people or just like being able to sit in a restaurant. To me, I, I honestly think that it's the social aspect of things. I think that of course people miss you know, maybe going to work or school, you know, having to be online, which really sucks. Um, but I feel like the relationships that we build and maintain are the things that in the end are the most important to us. And all of a sudden having that taken away is really detrimental to some people. Um, I know for me, when I, when we were like the start of quarantine, you know, just being cut off from everyone for a while. Like we like had a little secret meeting in the church parking lot the one time just to... <laughs> see each other after like weeks of being quarantined um just stuff like that is in the end it's just really important to us so it's it's hard not having that yeah i think specifically for me movie theaters i yeah i miss going to movies Dude, i haven't seen i haven't gone to the movie theater the last movie i saw in the theaters was the last star wars movie which was over a year ago dang when i went to utah before going to college in September, I saw Tenet in theaters. Yeah, I was going to, but I just never saw it. And that was that was the last movie I saw. I think that was the Star Wars come out last year. Yeah, or that yeah. this year. Yeah, so that's last the year. only. No, last year. That's the only movie I've seen in theaters this year. It's just yeah, I haven't seen any. That's I feel insane. like no good movies have come out anyway. Yeah, well, I <laughs> yeah. feel like everything's just been postponed. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I don't know, but I think. Overall, I think it's just the I, the sense of just being able to go out and do something without having to worry the and just be constantly stressed. Like, I, like if I want to go to the gas station or if I want to go to, like, the store and buy something, there's a risk of me getting sick and I have to stress about, oh, I need to make sure I'm wearing a mask. What if people aren't wearing masks? What if, like, it's closed or whatever? Um like, you can't just make simple decisions like you would normally anymore without having to think about them or worry about them, like, yeah. a lot. And I think that I, I just miss being, I was like, oh, I need to go to the store. I'll go to the store. It's fine. Just stop on the way home. You can't really do that anymore. I totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah. The times have, the times, <laughs> the times have definitely changed. Um, like, when we were, when we were in Rexburg... I think that the experience we had is different from it's so the different. experience that other people would have had, just with how everything was. Yeah. In Rexburg, Rexburg is a small little town in Idaho that's just a college town. Like, the whole town exists just because there's a college there. Um, yeah. And it's not, it's not a very big town, but it's, like, high, con- high concentration of just yeah, college yeah. students. very dense. Um, and they just... So many people just do not care <laughs> in yeah. Rexburg because it's a small little town. It's not like a small town, but it's like not a huge town. Yeah, it's pretty small. In Idaho, where people don't really go anywhere. Yeah. They don't leave, come and go, except for the college students. But the people that live there don't really come and go. So Rexburg itself is like secluded. 
uh, all of is, Idaho itself is kind of yeah. just like, anywhere in Idaho. It's like the people that you go to, like you go to a town, like a not a huge town, like Boise or like Pocatello. But if you go to like a normal sized town, like Mud Lake or like Boise is the capital. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like a huge town. Oh, I thought you were saying it was small. I'm like, no, wait. Oh, no. <laughs> I, was, I was saying if you go to like a huge town. Like Boise or Pocatello, I mean, it's gonna be different because people are coming and going. Yeah, but in a place like Rexburg or like uh, Rigby, it's pretty constant. Like people just kind of stay in that those yeah. places, so it's like people don't wear masks super often, and there's a lot of people that are very against masks, and just there's a lot of people that it's very different than it is here in Mesa, Arizona, the biggest suburb in the entire world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. And the one thing that's kind of funny is here, it's like, if you don't wear a mask, everyone notices. Yeah, you're the odd one out. Yeah, but if you're in Idaho and going to the store, there's probably, it's pretty even people wearing masks and those who aren't. Yeah. Maybe it's a little tilted towards people who do. And there'll be, like, workers that won't wear masks, too. Yeah. It's just, like, totally different. And In fact, we had, you know, the COVID parties that were going on while we were up in yeah, Idaho. Yeah, and, and people were purposely getting it so that they could go donate plasma to make more money. Yeah, it's it's insane. It's like it's that would smart, never but it's happen. Very in it's not smart. Yeah. <laughs> it's stupid. But also it's smart at the same <laughs> yeah. time. I guess make a little extra cash. When you were talking about like our little secret meeting at the beginning of quarantine, I was just thinking like, I pers like this sounds bad to say now, but I cared so much more then. Like now, obviously I still care and I'm still like worried about stuff, but like just my like. The amount of stress that I put into it is so much less. Cause like, like, just about getting COVID? I, yeah. Just, like, I'm, the whole thing itself, I feel like. Because I, I feel like at the beginning, we didn't know anything. Yeah. Well, yeah, and we, we didn't know how bad it was going to be, and we're like, holy crap, we're all going to die. Like, yeah, people going were on. dying no one, a lot. Yeah. Like, fast. We had quarantined yeah. for, like, a couple of weeks, and, like, no one in Arizona had it. Yeah. And Arizona now was it's bad, pretty I'm good. like, literally, I've wasted all of my care, like, like, if I get it, I get it. I'm, like, just kind of sick and done with all of it. And yeah. that's how, like, a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. Which is very bad with it spiking again now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, in retrospect, is a bad thing to say, but yeah. it's <laughs> true. Like, I'm, I'm <laughs> that's, ready to I mean, be done. I mean, yeah. That's how people feel. I mean, I feel the same way. Um, yeah, I think I, I was – I wasn't really worried, but – I think at the beginning I was a little hesitant because, um, I mean the main the main thing that they said was like oh you're like if you have like um, other like complications then like health complications then it's very bad, Mm. and I have a pacemaker and my heart don't work so good (laughs) and so I was like well maybe I don't want to get this COVID thing, um, so I was worried at the beginning but then I was like. I'm a strong young man. I'll be fine. Mm. <laughs> so then I kind of just stopped worrying about it. And especially when I went to college, I was like, I'll wear a mask where I go. Cause I, it's, yeah. I think it's smart too, but I, I'm not going to be like I, staying I away from everybody and stuff. Or I'll be like, Oh, I'm going to pass away if I get it. But I don't know. I think, I don't know. I think it's for so me, weird. Yeah. I think for me at the very beginning when it happened, my attitude was more on myself like you know we had just graduation been, yeah like school was done we were no prom, sports no, no prom everything was done and i was hearing how bad things were in the world and i was just terrified i was like dude i don't want to get this virus i don't want you know anything up for my family um but now it's like okay if i get it and i already got it, it it's not a big deal to me and literally the main motivation i have to you know wear a mask and keep doing is for other people who yeah. don't want yeah. it i also feel like at the beginning of quarantine i quarantined specifically so like the virus would end and it would just be like two weeks everyone's done but now well, that was but now intent. since it's yeah. like no way it's way too big for everyone to like stay in there's anti-maskers and all this other stuff it's a big i personally feel like there's no way to stop it without it just running its course i yeah i don't think covid will ever go away i yeah. think i think it'll become something kind of like the flu where it's just, just something that, you know, people get sometimes a year and it's, yeah you know, constant. I don't think it's ever going to be like COVID was just in the past. That, that was just a 2020 thing. I think it's going to keep on. Yeah. And like, I think that the masks will eventually go away and like it won't become as big of a deal. But it's going to take But a as itself, time. it'll always be here. Yeah. I just, 
I wonder when that will happen. Yeah, no, me too. And one thing I've thought about is right now, you wear a mask, and if you're not wearing one, everyone notices. But when is it going to be that wearing a mask becomes taboo? And people are like, oh, that's kind of weird. That's, that's yeah. so true. I think it's going to take a long time. I read, a, I read a news article, and it was just talking about like regular world things that'll pretty much be non-existent now because of corona. Like, we'll tell our kids about like salad bars. Like they're saying like buffets. Yeah, yeah buffets, buffets and salad yeah. bars will be like a complete thing of the past simply because people will, and like germs. Mm-hmm. Like 2020 will make everyone into a germaphobe. Just there will be some everyday things that just won't be anymore simply because of that reason. It's kind of sad to think about, but yeah, I mean, like, it's like concerts, yeah. like mosh oh, pits at concerts. That, okay, Don't make that's me so what sad. I miss the most. I miss concerts, dude. <sighs> I was planning on concerts going like and, one or two this yeah, year too. Dude, yeah. Concerts and movie theaters. Sounds <sighs> <God, laughs> just sad. <laughs> it's, it's been a sad year, man. I I I, th- I hope I hope I hope that it goes away within the next six months. I know they just started the vaccine. Yeah, they started. But who knows how fast? Yeah, how fast, fast. fast it works? Whatever. I don't how know, how yeah. fast I don't everyone will get it? Especially with us leaving on our mission That's soon. That's what I'm saying. I, I really don't want to go to the MCC online. I don't want to sit around in my house. And then, I, like, especially if we have to learn a new language. That's so hard. That's one of the reasons that I'm going to school before I go on my mission. Because yeah. I'm just like, I, I like, there's no way that I'd be able to do it like online. Obviously, it's the MTC. And they'll figure it out, and it'll be like a great experience. But like personally, like f- from what I've heard, like my dad, who's been to the MTC, is like, I know that online will be a different thing than being in yeah. person. No, for me sure. and Dallas had a conversation with um, two of our roommates who. who our return missionaries and then one of our friends who it was an interesting conversation because one of our friends who was also a return missionary and their ages were 25 22 and 20 so they've all one of them got back like three years ago one of them got back a year ago one of them mm-hmm. got back six months ago so they were all on missions and all went to in-person mtc at different times and they were just sharing all their stories from it and how fun and cool it was and all the like great experiences they had at it and i was just like if I were to, if I go on a mission in like the next like four months, I'm not gonna have that for sure. Like yeah. I'm just gonna be at my house, doing online, and that just sounds so sad to me. Mm. Like that makes me feel yeah. so bad, and so I'm just like, people are always asking me like, why why are you waiting so long to go on a mission? I'm like, because I want to do do it how it was intended. Yeah, I want to do it right. I mean, not to say that this way is wrong, wrong, but it's better. Yeah. It's different. It's just different. To me, it's like, okay, so we took, you know, some courses for this college, you know, this last semester, and they were the best classes I've ever taken. By far. But all of them were in person, the ones that were the best. They were in person. And the times we had to take them online, the experience was just different and, like, way less enjoyable. Way different. I was going to compare it to my school as well. Like, my grades in this first – first quarter of school and we were online they were worse than they've ever been my entire yeah. high school elementary junior high career my, my last quarter of, so for me and Dallas, it was the last quarter of our senior year that was online which i thought was a whole scam they should have just let us graduate yeah i know <laughs> because everyone's grades tanked for that yeah, last they pretty quarter much did, well not you didn't have to do anything because for me none of my grades counted so after we went into quarantine i literally like was no, done with school yeah. Not for me, because for the first, like, month, they were like, okay, grades don't matter. But then at the very end, they were like, okay, now they matter. And so I was like, okay, well, <laughs> I'm screwed because I literally haven't been doing anything because it's the last quarter of my senior year, and I don't care anymore. I, yeah, I feel like that's such a scam and such a so bad annoying. idea. But yeah, it's just the online aspect of anything is just like – like, even – Like, obviously, we've had the online experience with, like, school and, um, like, church. We've even done, like, church online. Um, But, like, even just, like, something so simple that is done online all the time, playing video games, which all of us do together, Mm -hmm. it's just better when you're not – when you're in person. Like, we – 
so the game that all of us play together is Smash, Smash Bros. Yeah. Um, the best game, by the way. Um, eh, close. Uh, Did well, it win Game Awards 2020? No, because no. it didn't come out in 2020. It came out in 2018. It didn't or win anything. If it came out in 2020, it would have. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I guess it did come out a lot, though. It was in the running, but it didn't win. I don't remember who won. I don't remember. I think it was either. God of War, but really, no, it okay. was Spider Man. We're getting off track, though. Yeah, off track. yeah. Okay, <laughs> it's fine. Fine. Um, but it, like we play that game, like we would just go to someone's house, sit in someone's room, and just play, and it was super fun. Mm-hmm. Just to just screw around and play. Um, and since I've been like in the in quarantine, we've been playing like having to play like online, and it's just like. It's not the same. Like it's, it's still it's fun, fun, but it's so different. But it's yeah. still not the same. Like just doing anything online. I'm grateful that it exists because it allows you to still do stuff that you need to do. Yeah. It allows you to be in person, and it gives things. you more opportunities. Yeah. But it also is in person is just so much better. Yeah. For anything, in my opinion. I do give props to the like people or things that are trying to like make it virtual, like. Like AJR, super big props to them. Like they're yeah. doing a concert. Another virtual tour. Like obviously, it's literally not going to be the same as like an in-person concert. But like props to them for actually trying to do something yeah. that includes everyone when we're in this time of like yeah. limbo or no one can. Do and that anything. that Metallica mm-hmm. concert that we went to was pretty cool. I thought. Yeah, too. we went to a drive-in Metallica concert. They record. They cool. went. Metallica went to like a, a field, and um, recorded. Did a recording session of them just you know, playing, like, songs. And they played it for, uh, in, like, several places across the United States as, like, a drive-in concert. So cars would just come, park in, like, a field, and then they play it on a, on this big projector. And it was super cool. And it was especially cool for <laughs> me and Carter because it started dumping rain while we were doing it, and we both had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and so we were just, like, we got soaked and covered in mud and just... It was a fun time. It was a good time. But I, I still miss just the in-person concerts so bad. Yeah. So bad. I really hope they come back. Oh, I man. hope that's not on the list of things of the past. Yeah, <sighs> me too. That's going to be so sad. Yeah. What um? So we've changed a lot this year, but what what have your, like, what have your preferences have changed? Because I've, like, what stuff have you stopped liking to do or, like, like food preferences or like activity preferences or just like preferences of clothes or whatever it is. What have you stopped liking? What have you started liking? I'll go first. This year, especially because of quarantine, I've started liking Star Wars a lot. <laughs> like yeah, I became, yeah. I became a Star Wars like fanboy almost this year. Like I, I watched um, Clone Wars, the show, the seven season show. I watched it like during quarantine. I watched the whole thing, which. I did the math, like, the other day when I was going to bed. Mm. It's, like, 50 hours of watching. I watched all of it in, like, less than a week. (laughs) 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 I just sat in my room on my computer and watched the whole thing. I mean, what else was there to do, though? Nothing mad. Uh, And I I, I just, like, stuff like that. I've just gotten super into it, and I think it's cool. Uh, I bought a keychain for it, so basically, <laughs> diehard fan. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's that you're solidified it. into the yeah. fan group now. I changed my background. Uh, it's a it's a lot, but like, what what stuff like that have you like stopped being into or gotten into? Hmm. I feel like everyone's legally obligated to say pajamas. What? Everyone has has to have gone like into pajamas. Spending just, the day in yeah. pajamas. Or okay, so by that out. do you just mean whatever you slept in? Yeah, pretty much. Basically. Okay. <laughs> but I will say that like before quarantine, like when I would when I had nothing going on, like whether like I was all done with homework and no work, I would like my usual go to like entertainment was just to like sit and watch YouTube. But recently, I've started getting like back into like watching TV shows, and I've also started mm-hmm. watching Twitch too, which is Twitch.tv. been really enjoyable. The reason I like it is just because like it's live; it's a live stream thing, and I can just and like occasionally there's opportunities for you to like interact with like the chat and stuff, and I just think that it's a fun way to view something, mm-hmm. and they're think, very yeah. long, so it's there's just a sense of and you can just hop in and out whenever. Too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 
I have over this past two weeks. I normally am a YouTube person. Like I don't really watch Netflix. Don't really watch Twitch. Um, don't really watch movies. I just watch YouTube. Um, but over the past couple weeks of being like quarantined, I've started watching a lot more Twitch too, just because. <laughs> I watched everything I can watch on YouTube, <laughs> yeah. so I gotta find something. It's else. definitely just the social aspect, for sure. Yeah, it's... yeah. Because before this year, like this is the first year we started watching Twitch. It was big. It's it's been around for five years, I think. Yeah, the platform has. It's, been, but it's exploded. It's, it exploded this year yeah. and last year, I think. For sure, just because no one has anything to do. Yeah, what, like, what well, is everybody gonna do besides shoot. sit around and watch something? Yeah, I think I think for me. It's kind of like similar to Carter, where literally when I was bored, all I would do was just watch YouTube. Like that was my main go-to. But now I've started doing things like I read more, and like mm-hmm. I started watching more TV shows, and uh, I just found like other things, like other ways to spend my time that, you know, maybe they're not necessarily like more productive, but it's just more wide variety of things to do. Yeah, not to dog on my man YouTube, but I personally just like. I still love YouTube. Like, I still watch it, it all the flaws. time. It's, like, I just feel like it's very, like, just repetitive. Like, okay, mm-hmm. well, I'm just going to scroll through, and if something catches my eye, I'll watch it for 20 minutes. Yeah. And then, okay, that was the yeah, video. forget about it. But I feel like with TV shows, they can build on each other, and you're following a story, like a coherent storyline, which is altogether more interesting. I just feel like they're different in that aspect. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I don't know. I think um, with with YouTube, the thing that I, I've been more inclined towards watching um, is like films that people will make. So there's this there's this YouTuber named so for two examples, I like to watch this YouTuber named Bo Miles and then this other YouTuber named Matt DeAvea. Mm-hmm. Um, they make vastly different things. Um, Bo Miles makes he makes like films where he will do some experiment kind of like one of them for example was he ate his body weight in beans and ate nothing but beans cans of beans for 40 days that was unexpected I wasn't ready for you to say that <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be something profound it like, well it was it, the, th- the crazy part is it's, dollar, he makes it profound in the he, end he, oh, okay. and he measures how he feels and he just talks about how who we are and what we feel and what we do is based off of what we eat. We are what we eat. And he says he measured how he felt and how the beans affected him based off of how he felt when he was running because he's a runner, so he runs all the time. And at the end of the, the, the episode – or not the episode, I guess, but the video, he, he did a 50K race. Mm-hmm. Dang. And he he just talks about at the end how he's like um, – it's simplified. Like it makes it so simple. Like people were asking me – is how hard is it to just eat beans? He's like, it's so easy. All I have to do is just, I don't have to make any choices. Like, all the choices for what I eat are gone. All I have to do is just eat beans every day. Mm. And he said that he didn't feel awful, but he didn't feel good either. It's like he was missing something, but he didn't feel, like, terrible. And he just talked. It was a really profound video. And another one he did is he, he ran, um, he, he did, the video is titled A Different Kind of Marathon. Uh, he he ran a marathon over 24 hours, just a lap around his block that is a mile in length. And for each hour, he would run a lap, and then he would also just do a list of jobs that he wanted to do. Like he'd build something, fix something, make bread, do something like that, sleep for 20 minutes or whatever it was. And he just makes videos like these that are really profound, interesting videos that make me feel like I want to do more exploration or do something. And then Matt Davea does, like, experiments too. Like, I gave a speech about one of his videos. Mm. He he kept a journal every day for 30 days. And so I, I gave a speech about journaling. And he – I just these two t- types of videos and types of creators, I've come to kind of envy. Like, I want to do stuff like that. I want to – I like the idea – of making something for people to see that is profound. And I've started to like that idea of making people feel something. And so, like, me and Dallas took a public speaking course this, this semester. Um, 
And I loved it. I loved it so much. Like, oh, yeah, I did too. The number one fear of people is public speak is speaking publicly. Like they'd rather die than give a speech, which yeah, is insane the, to the me. Famous Joyce Seinfeld quote. Yeah. About, yeah. Yeah. Like that's crazy. But I, I've grown to just love just speaking, and I think the idea of making someone feel something is a good idea. And I, that's what I'd love to start watching on YouTube to wrap that tangent up. Yeah, I think it's a good kind of content to get into as well. Because mm-hmm. it's not just like the brain-numbing stuff we usually watch, but you get you something think. out of it. Yeah. Um, shifting gears, what has been your guys' favorite like experience of 2020? I know that's hard because there's a lot that happens. But that's a broad question. Yeah. I'll start. Honestly, my favorite experience of 2020 was probably coming up to Idaho to see you guys. Because yeah. before that, like, life was stagnant. I was just stuck at home. But, like, coming up there and, like, seeing you guys and kind of getting thrown into the college life, the college life midweek yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just, like, a cool experience to me. Especially since, like, that's where I'm going to go, like, in a couple of months. Like, hey, this yeah. is where I'm going to be. This is kind of how it's going to be. Like, it was just, it was a very memorable experience that I had a lot of fun with. Yeah. I think for me, and Carter, I I wholeheartedly, regardless of what your major is or regardless of what classes you're currently taking, there is one class that I recommend that you take no matter what. And it's called Interpersonal Theory, COM 150, taught by uh, Brent Bean. Mm-hmm. Um, this class is definitely a highlight for my whole year, not even just my college experience, but just my whole year. Um, and I think Dallas can say the same. It's easy, the best class I've ever taken. One of the best. Yeah. Like, I, I've learned so much about myself and who I want to be and how I can treat others and expect to treat others. Like, how I want to raise kids, how I want to treat my spouse, how I want to treat, like, my friends and my parents and my siblings and all this stuff. I've just learned so much about myself and what I want to do from this class. And not only that, but it's it's helped me grow as a person, but it's helped me grow um, in a spiritual sense, too. Like, he, the class is just created in such a way where I just learn so much more than I did in any other class I've ever taken. And so, in, in that way, that's a highlight for me for this year. Yeah. And kind of piggybacking off of that, um, one thing that I've realized from, you know, I, I think regardless of the pandemic or anything that happened, it would have been around this time anyways. But I definitely started to think less of, like, kind of just go through the motions, but think more of, okay, like, more of what I want in my spouse and how I want to raise my future kids and, like, all these um, decisions that will come later in life. But as I've come more to know more about myself and my own preferences and stuff like that, um, that's just become more of a focus for me. Um, I think for me, one of the highlights was either our Flagstaff trip or going to California for a few yeah. reasons. Just because, like, for one, just how, like, fun it was. And like you were saying, to kind of get away from just being here in Arizona and, you know, going with the flow and stuff. Yeah. Um, but definitely – also because it helped strengthen my relationship with everyone that went on those trips. Um, and it's just been, like, cool to see how things have changed since then and how um, certain relationships have gotten stronger and changed and um, stuff like that. So, I think that – and I forgot that that was this year. Like, this year has been it's, so weird. Yeah. Like, I forgot that we went to California in – June or it's July. Surreal. I was trying, That's crazy. I was to trying me. to remember if that was last year that we went. Or Honestly, yeah. I was no, thinking like, that too. Oh. I was like, "Are you sure that that was this year?" But yeah. it was this year. Um, yeah, that's crazy. I I loved that trip just yeah. because. So us three have been best friends for a long time, and each of us as individuals, kind of know in our well at least. So for me and Carter, we talked about this before. Our families are like basically one gigantic family. <laughs> it might as well be. Um, so we've gone on trips together. Our families have. We all. I'm on first name basis with Carter's parents, which I guess not that much to brag about, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just I like I, I'm comfortable. We're comfortable with each other, and we know each other pretty well. Um, 
But with Dallas, it's like our families don't know each other very well at all. Like myself and Carter know Dallas's family kind of well just because yeah. we've been at his house and done stuff with his family a lot. But our families aren't. Yeah, it was yeah. a. I think it was a good trip, just because it was an opportunity for all of our families to just become friends with each other instead of us three just being friends with each other. And yeah. I think that was really cool to see our parents interact with each other and their differences and similarities combine. But then to see our siblings and how they interacted one with another was, I think, really interesting. And I think it was a really good trip. I do too. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It was yeah definitely was a highlight a of my year. Yeah. And kind of going back to the Flagstaff trip, it's kind of crazy to look back since that time and just kind of see like everyone branching off yeah, to where everyone's to, at now. So they're different portions of life. Everybody left. Yeah. Like someone we know is like already like starting a job and like just, others are starting mission papers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then others are at college. Like it's just crazy to think how much has changed since then. So going back to your talking about your interpersonal theory class, are there any habits that you learned from that class that you would like to continue like the rest of your life or anything that you'll kind of remember there 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 actually was um so one one thing that he had us do or assigned us to do was to keep a uh what do you call a spiritual journal and um just what it was is that it was just a little journal that you would keep around and you'd write down various like thoughts feelings or whatever you have just throughout your day and i took that further and i decided i'll write down like quotes or like notes or whatever like stuff that i think is important that i want to remember and i that little pocket journal has been like one of my favorite and most prized possessions that i have like it means a lot because i've written so much stuff that's personal and like meaningful for me and just stuff that i'll remember um, and I think that's, I'm going to, conti- I've continued to do that since coming home, but I think I want to make an effort to do that, you know, throughout the rest of, um, just the rest of my life, because I think it's important and it helps you to think about and process the various like thoughts and emotions that you have. And then additionally, I think not from that class, but from our public speaking class, I want to make sure that I give like speeches or speak publicly in some way every so often. Uh, just because I think it's good skill to have and a good skill to practice, and so that's another thing that I think I want to try to make a habit of. Um, for me, we—it's a little less profound. But we had we had an assignment where we kind of kept track of our listening habits, and from that I kind of realized how bad I am at times at listening, and I've I've kind of come to the habit of when I'm talking to someone, I'll like notice myself start to, you know, go to another place, and I'm like, no, like, listen, stay stay in the moment. Yeah. And, like, listen to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely something I have, like, worked on and tried to become better at. And then something else that was just funny from the uh, public speaking class, uh, there was it was a funny conversation that me and Tyler had, like, a week ago. We're just talking about <laughs> how since taking that class, since we kind of know the structure of how a speech should go and um, the things that should be included, just how, like, some church talks just annoy us now because it's, like, so bad how, like... <laughs> There's, it's it so bad. <laughs> like, I texted Dallas. Like, the first time I actually went to church, I texted Dallas, and I was like, dude, everyone is so stinky at giving speeches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's just, like... And it's, like, nothing personal, but... No, because, I mean, obviously, it's a, yeah. it's a skill that you have to learn. Yeah. Uh, some are better naturally than others are, but... It's just like it makes it so hard <laughs> to focus on the message someone is sending versus focusing on all of the different like body movements or like different things that they say that are distracting because I'm like, why are you saying that? They're yeah, like, why yeah. Are you we've just that? been like trained to listen to that now. Yeah, it's you're just, just trained to critique people. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I still am grateful that I have that skill, even though that there is that <laughs> negative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but even for personal use, like, you can recognize those and become better through it. So to kind of kind of wrap, wrap the retrospective and tie the knot on 2020, looking 
forward to 2021? Is there anything that you personally want to achieve or like learn something new or anything like that? Um, I mean, just go on a mission. That's yeah. like the the main goal right yeah. now for me in uh my own life, I guess. Um everything I do or decision I make, I think I want to try and gear towards pushing me towards going on a mission this year. Um and I I I'll I'll accomplish that, but um yeah, I just I think productivity is the thing that I want to focus on this year. I don't want to be lazy. That's I have similar interests as well, and it's gonna be interesting because the first half of this year is gonna be preparation for you know something we've been preparing for our entire lives, and the last half is gonna be actually doing you know, moving forward on that and fulfilling that. Um, so I think it's gonna be interesting, yeah. Especially because we'll we'll have our first semester of college, and then we'll have a few months before we leave, and then we'll actually go out. Um, but I think same as you, I definitely want to work on my productivity um and kind of keep the habits that i make in college to you know be productive and keep doing things so yeah i have similar intents with that because i am moving forward towards college so having productivity would probably be beneficial to me yeah unfortunately when 2020 rolls around it's not going to change like 2020 to 2021 like today to tomorrow like yeah nothing the, the virus so isn't just gonna be like okay sorry guys 2020 was just that was i was comfortable there 2021 i'm done now i'm out yeah <laughs> yeah but as we roll towards it uh i plan to make the most of it and hopefully not get corona because yeah. that would be nice nobody wants that but i've had a lot of fun doing the podcast this year and yeah this i, this I guess this is kind of, of a retrospective of the podcast too as well yeah um this this is the last podcast of this year and this is the first year that we've done it hopefully it'll go on for more than just one <laughs> but yeah. who knows uh but yeah uh, i i think i'm glad that we did it because in a way just talking about what we've talked about has been a way to think about you know the experiences that we've had and how they affect us and i think that's a good thing to do um hopefully it'll help it helps whoever's listening to think about their own experiences and their own thoughts and feelings towards this year and the various things that we've talked about and i think on top of this just being something for us personally i think we at least in my mind i hope that it's something that'll spur some thoughts and feelings for the people that listen and have some effect on you in in a positive way yeah, and if, if anything, at least hope, you know, keep you guys entertained. Because at the end of the day, it's, that's what it really is for everyone. Just That's to, why people listen to podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Tune in, have a good, you know, half hour, hour, however much we speak. Mm-hmm. And whether you're first time listening to the podcast or listened since the first one, we appreciate you listening yeah. and even making it to this point. Very few do. Yeah. I, yeah, me editing. I don't even. I don't even make it to this point. So I'm like, do I just throw the ending music? We did it. But yeah, um, we'll talk at you soon. We're gonna do another episode pretty soon. So, and, uh, happy New Year's. Yeah, happy New Year's, and may 2021 bring you greater luck than this year has. Yeah. See ya. Talk at you next time. Peace out.